0: welcome to thomasville insights with the city of thomasville on the podcast we'll talk to experts on everything from thomasville history and events to daily operations and city business all while having some fun in the process we're your hosts christy owens
1: and ashlyn johnson
0: Welcome to this edition of Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. I'm excited to have Ashlyn Johnson joining me with hosting duties today. Hey, Ashlyn, good to see you. Hey, Christy, good to see you. We have a great topic we're going to inform everybody about today. Uh, Fire Prevention Week is coming up in the month of October, so that's always really important to get the word out about fire prevention in our community. And we have a great guest with us today. Um, Mike Mann from Thomasville Fire Rescue is joining us, and we're happy to have you, Mike.
2: Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here.
1: Tell us a little bit about your position um, with Thomasville Fire Rescue and how long you've worked for them.
2: So Thomasville Fire, I started out in 2008 with Thomasville. i uh, been there going on 15 years. I'm a captain. I just recently took a position in what we call a life safety educator. Uh, so basically my job is to oversee any of the um, education we do at the, the schools or anything else that we do, just like Fire Prevention Week coming up. Uh, also, i um, Over the inspections, uh, so any kind of our annual fire inspections we do, I oversee most of them, um, and I've got myself about 730 inspections I do a year on on businesses around here. (laughs) That's a lot. That is a lot. So I do about half the city.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Wow. it's a lot to keep up with. So like we mentioned, Fire Prevention Week is sort of our topic for our podcast um, today, and that's coming up um, October 9th through the 15th, and we have some great activities planned actually throughout the whole month of October, so... Why, Mike, is sort? Why is Fire Prevention Week something that we need to talk about, and why is that important to share with our
2: community? So, Fire Prevention Week is a uh, national observance uh, for just every fire department to kind of get on the same page, or the same topic, and really try to push fire safety for one week throughout the year. Uh, not a lot of departments have a chance to really get out there throughout the year, such as volunteer departments and things like that. Uh, so, it's just a good time that every department's on the same page, same topic. Uh, NFPA pushes out a lot of material for us to use uh, so we really try to hit it very strong during that week and do as much education as we can.
1: And the theme this year is fire won't wait plan your escape so why do families um, need to have a family fire escape plan?
2: Well the reason it's so important nowadays um, you typically have about three minutes to get out of your home once a smoke alarm sounds uh 40, 50 years ago, older construction, uh, the way they built things then didn't burn as fast. Uh, you actually had about 17 minutes to get out of a home. Wow. Uh, so the time nowadays, it really counts. Uh, you've got about one time to get it right. So that's why we try to teach as much as we can to know what you're doing, know what you're going to do, and Have a plan.
0: So when you're talking about a fire escape plan, like that could just be as simple as, hey, if your smoke alarm goes off, everybody needs to exit the house in this way, or what would be some good things that people might want to consider when they're kind of putting a plan in place?
2: The best thing about plans is make sure everybody's involved, uh, figure out if anybody has any kind of disabilities or special considerations you got to take care of. Uh, Definitely have two ways out of every room in your house, uh, just in case one happens to get blocked. Uh, The other one is, of course, working smoke alarms. Uh, early detection is the best thing to put any kind of plan in place. Um, but then definitely have a meeting place. Uh, there's lots of times that we go, people will go out the back door, people will go out the front door and we're trying to figure out is everybody accounted for. And, um, so it's a lot easier if you've got a meeting place for everybody to show up and they can tell us, yes, everybody's out.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's great information. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some of the activities that we have planned throughout October. One of them is something that I know Christy and I are very excited about, yes, been doing excited. a lot of work behind the scenes for, is a children's calendar artwork artwork contest. So talk to us a little bit about that and why um, TFR wants to create this contest.
2: Well, this is actually something. This will be the first year we did it. And like you said, with the help of y'all, thank you. Uh, I don't think it would have been hopefully as successful as we're looking forward to it being. Um, But we thought it would be a great idea just to kind of get the kids in the community involved of uh, creating some pictures submitting to us and kind of following along on a fire safety topic Um, and and we could have something to give out to the community that's that's ours it's something something special to us Um, and hopefully we're hoping that uh, in return that we can actually use this to help buy some fire and life safety equipment such as smoke alarms and uh, materials for us to hand out at different events and stuff like that so we're hoping it's going to be a win-win situation
0: So it could be sort of a fundraiser for Thomasville Fire Rescue, too. We're hoping that would be great. And then sort of give us a little more info about, you know, who's the contest open to, and um, is there a deadline for for the students to send their artwork in, or do you have any more details about how people can get involved in that?
2: I do. So basically the calendar is going to work where uh, any child between grades K and 12, they can submit drawings. Uh, They can submit as many drawings as they want. Um, It's actually open now. And it goes until October 28th. 28th, right. At October 28th, that's when the cutoff is. Uh, we're going to get all the pictures that have been submitted. Uh, there'll be a panel of judges to kind of go through and look at the, the creativity of them and see if they kind of go along with fire safety. Uh, and then we'll have a drawing. We're going to pick 13 winners, and then we're going to decorate the calendar with those 13 drawings, and they'll all kind of coincide with a month. And then each month, of course, we'll have fire safety topics throughout.
0: Yeah, and then I know that you've contacted, I guess, already most of the area schools to encourage their art teachers to maybe have their students submit something, but um, you can also, I guess, the teachers or people in the community can drop off the artwork to the fire station here on Crawford Street, or you can actually submit the information online, right? I think you can go to thomasville.org
2: and and submit
0: that and and fill out the entry form there. So um, we're hoping we have a lot of participation because, like Ashlyn said...
2: We're hoping we have so many pictures that we can't really decide through them. Yeah, we're excited.
1: (laughs) Well, And the good thing about that is I think what we talked about is even if you're not selected maybe for the 13 in the calendar – um, Christy still has a lot of use for them on social media like we would love to be able to use some of those pictures and post like some fire safety facts with them on social media yeah. so even if you don't get selected for um, the calendar you still could get featured on social media which would be cool yeah
2: and for the artwork of the uh, 13 children that we do end up picking we're gonna have a um, awards presentation mm-hmm. uh, so we're hoping that'll be a, a pretty nice thing to do and they can come out and have a good time with us and maybe even get a private tour of the fire truck yeah or something. yeah
0: that'd be fun I know my kids when they were little they always like to do artwork <laughs> (laughs) see their their artwork up on the refrigerator. So having your child's artwork possibly selected for this, hopefully that would be exciting for some children, Mm -hmm. maybe see something in print. Um, That would be fun. Um, But one of the other things, other than the calendar contest, I know we have a a lot of other things going on throughout the month of October, and we're going to be doing some social media videos and some trivia contests, again, promote that whole fire prevention week um, and the importance of that. So can you tell us a little bit about some of that that's going to be going on with the trivia contests and the social media videos?
2: Yeah, so as far as that, we, uh, we thought it would be a good idea to try to get a little more active on social media. Uh, so every week throughout October, we're going to have a, uh, a question, I believe, that's going to be posted at the first of the week. Uh, and it's going to turn out to be kind of a trivia. So at the end of the week, I will get on, answer the question, and uh, we will have a, a drawing and try to pick someone and hopefully have a gift basket for them uh, that's been donated with some materials from businesses around our area.
0: Yeah, and we do have actually quite a few businesses um, that have already donated some um, things for those little gift basket giveaways. I know we have Ace Hardware, um, Thomas County Hardware, Country Financial, Stones, and even the Thomasville Visitor Center is throwing in some downtown dollars. So these are nice, hearty baskets that you can possibly win if if you go online and um, enter those trivia contests. And so look for more details about that coming in October.
1: And something else that I'm really excited about that I don't know that we've ever done here um, is a push-in ceremony um, for the new truck that you all have. And so can you tell us a little bit about that, when it'll be, and just kind of, you know, the history behind push-in ceremonies?
2: So as far as long as I've been here, I've never known us to do a push-in ceremony, but as long as I've been here, we've only gotten maybe two new trucks. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so we're very fortunate in that, and we're very grateful that we're able to do this, because uh, we have been a lot more fortunate than some of the other departments in our surrounding area. Um, so basically what a push-in ceremony is, it goes back to the 1800s of when uh, they still had the horse-drawn carriages and those old steam engine pumpers. Uh, so when they would get back from a call, they would unhook the horses, clean their engine, and they'd have to push it into the bay. Uh, so that kind of created a, a tradition of the first time you get a new apparatus, everybody on shift that day or everybody in the department takes turn pushing that thing into the bay for its first time before it runs its first call. Um, So yeah, October 9th or October 4th, excuse me, at 9 a.m., we're going to try to hold our first truck push-in ceremony uh, and try to celebrate that. And uh, we're really excited. We, We encourage anybody in the community to come out and uh, partake with us because it was really their tax dollars that did it for us. So it's part of their celebration as well.
1: Yeah. And I think the way it's set up is like, we're hoping to have the ceremony and then afterwards have, you know, our, our staff from Thomasville Fire Rescue, as well as I think Sparky will be there and Mm -hmm. chase the police dog, but just to be able to kind of hold like an open house, Mm -hmm. if, if so to say.
2: And that'd be a good time to drop off your pictures for the uh, calendar. Yes, it would be
1: exactly good. One good stop shop. Of <laughs> Get your picture with Sparky and drop your drop your artwork off.
0: Um, I know one of the other things that's sort of been important to both our fire chief and our police chief is um, something that some of the communities around here have called coffee with the chiefs. And um, that's something that they've both been interested in starting and maybe just encouraging the community to um, come out to those events and sort of meet them and talk to them in more of a casual setting. And so we sort of have that um, on the books and the first one um, planned in October, too. So can you give us any details about that or why that's important maybe for the community to be able to attend one of those events?
2: I think it'd be great. Um. Because sometimes, you know, you feel like you may have some questions that you've right. never really got answered just going to city council meetings or this or that, or you've never really sat down and be able to talk to a, the head of the fire department or the head of the police department, you know, just have a question that you might have in your area of town that's never been answered. Uh, so we thought it would be a really good idea to just have, like you said, a really informal place just to sit down and ask questions and, you know, really hopefully just educate mm-hmm. um, and kind of, you know, let people see what we do why we do it and why we have to do it that way or Whatever else they may have on their mind.
0: Yeah, I think we're looking at October 25th to host the first one of those, and we're tentatively slating that for 7:30 to 9:30 in the morning. Still working out details about the location, but the first one will probably be somewhere in downtown Thomasville. So um, look forward more information coming soon about that. But again, that's just something else that we're adding in the month of October to kind of push that whole Fire Prevention Week and um, that communication um, with public safety in our community.
1: I think what's cool about those events is that you, you bring in, obviously, people that see the announcement and come in for that event. But then you bring in, you know, people that were just stopping to get either breakfast or coffee in the morning exactly. that had no idea about right. it. But yeah. they have the opportunity to meet both chiefs if they haven't or, yeah. you know, the staff at both departments. So that's, that's really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That
2: was uh, just the other day. I did a little talk over at the uh, Rotary meeting at the plaza, and um, there were a couple people in there that had a lot of questions, you know, as far as fire department goes. We are over there doing fire safety talk, but, mm-hmm. you know, they were a lot inquisitive on our new ladder truck, stuff like that. Um, so I do believe people do have a lot of questions, and this would be a good way for, to get some of them answered.
1: Awesome. Well, anything else that you would like to share about the importance of Fire Prevention Week or any events that we have planned that we did not mention?
2: Actually, yeah, I uh, don't know if anybody knows this, but uh, Fire Prevention Week actually started in 1922. Wow. Uh, the NFPA started this, uh, it was actually after the Great Chicago Fires while why they started doing this. Uh, the Great Chicago Fire started in 1871, October 8th, actually. It went from October 8th to October 10th. Uh, it was two days, the whole city, I mean, a lot of the city burnt down. As a matter of fact, it uh, ended up killing more than 250 people, it left 100,000 people homeless wow. and destroyed more than 17,400 structures, burning wow. more than 2,000 acres of land. Wow. Um, there's two reasons why they think the fire started. Nobody actually knows. The first reason was they think a cow at the O'Leary's barn knocked over a lantern. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The oh my second reason is they think it was a bunch of guys in the barn gambling that knocked <laughs> over a lantern. So nobody really knows. But either way, it was a small lantern it got knocked over and ended up burning, what, it was like 2,000 acres of land, 17,000 yeah. structures. I mean, crazy. just got out of control. But, you know, all you had was a bucket brigade yeah. back then. So. so
0: this is, I think, the 100th year? It is. This is the 100th the...
2: year. And uh, actually— when President Calvin Coolidge progra- proclaimed Fire Prevention Week a um, national observance, it is actually the longest running public health observance in the US. Oh,
1: wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we are excited, and we are I know October will be here before we know it, which yes, it is crazy. Um, so thank you, Mike, so much for all of the information and for being on the show. Yeah. Sure. Thank you all.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: We
1: do. We appreciate
0: you being here. We hope the community got a lot out of the information we shared today. And actually, we have another great guest coming up on the podcast. So stay with us to hear more from our Thomasville Insights podcast. Welcome back to the Thomasville Insights Podcast. I have Ashlyn Johnson with me again today for part two. Um, We have another great guest joining us and we're excited to kick things off. So I want to introduce Eric Gossett to you. He's with the City of Thomasville. Welcome, Eric. Uh, Thank you. And we're going to be talking about natural gas services, which a lot of people may not realize that the City of Thomasville offers natural gas services. So that's something important we thought we wanted to share with the community, so we're going to get right into it. So um, Ashlyn I'm gonna kick it over to you for the first question.
1: Sure well Eric I love to start with this because a lot of people don't know all of the staff members at the City of Thomasville so just tell us a little bit about your role at the City of Thomasville and how long you've worked for the city.
3: So I started with the City of Thomasville back in 2019. of uh, kind of worked my way up from the natural gas department itself to being the assistant utility superintendent today and that kind of uh, consists of um, planning, managing, and assisting and overseeing several utility departments throughout the city.
0: So as you said, since you're the assistant utility superintendent, one of the departments, I guess, that you oversee is our natural gas department. Um, So tell us about the employees that make up that department and sort of the jobs that they do each day for for our community.
3: So within the natural gas department itself, we have nine qualified employees who have to meet rigorous standards uh, based upon state qualifications. So every year they do, it's approximately 400 hours of annual training. And depending on their position, it could be even more. Now, during initial training, they have to go anywhere between 900 to 1,000 hours. And uh, they are in charge of maintaining about 169 miles of distribution main that is all underground. Additionally, they service approximately 2,600 residential customers, along with 470 commercial customers. Goodness.
1: Wow. So many people don't understand the use of natural gas and the savings and affordability that it can offer residents for their households. So just tell us a little bit about that.
3: So residents can save approximately $900 a year by having a mixture of natural gas appliances Uh, along with electric ones as well so there's plenty of cost savings there
0: so i unfortunately don't have um, natural gas at my house but i have had it in the past and i've enjoyed cooking using gas much better than um, than electric appliances but what are some of the actual appliances that you can use that um, you can use natural gas for
3: so surprisingly there are several applications for natural gas within a home You can use it for heating and cooling uh, providing for uh, ranges fireplaces laundry dryers and you can even have it for your grills in the backyard or your fire pits
1: and one question we get a lot from people is how safe is natural gas to use in your home
3: so it is extremely safe when used appropriately and for its intended purpose now natural gas dissipates into the air because it is lighter so as it's released, it automatically is going to travel to the least, uh, the path of least resistance, where compared to propane, it's going to build up from the ground up, which makes it more dangerous because at some point, it has to either be moved by wind or it will slowly shift out of the way. Additionally, a safe chemical called mercapitan is added to natural gas to give off that rotten egg odor to alert anyone nearby if there is a leak.
0: So what if your let's say your house was, you know, all of your appliances were electric appliances and you wanted to switch over to natural gas. Is that an easy thing? Is that an expensive process to go through? Is that something that you can't even do? How would somebody go about doing that if that's something that they wanted to do?
3: So if you wanted to switch completely over natural gas, 100%, uh, at some point you will still need some form of electric. It's not really feasible, and it could get costly really fast, but doing a mixture of electric and natural gas is the ideal uh, solution. Like you said earlier, you could cook with natural Mm gas, Uh, you could even uh, heat with electric. Um, Finding that good mixture is really up to the resident and what suits their needs.
0: So what, I guess, what would be some of the perks of using natural gas um, over electric to power things in your home?
3: So natural gas, it, let's say for example, um, a storm comes through uh, Thomasville and knocks out all the power. Uh, your natural gas will still be delivered to your house because it's all underground and you'll still be able to use your water heater. You'll still have hot water. Uh, if you have um, a natural gas fireplace and if it's cold, you can still use your natural gas fireplace. Just so those are some examples that are benefits over electric.
1: And many residents aren't aware that we have rebates or incentives that are available to them just by adding or converting to natural gas service. So can you explain just a few of those
3: for us? So we have an outstanding uh, rebate program where we're actually in the process of expanding it and revamping and making it even better. But eligible customers can receive up to $700 of max rebates per location by installing a minimum of one year-round appliance and their choice of additional year-round seasonal appliance, and uh, we have many customers that take advantage of this. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: I know you mentioned too that um, it's actually cheaper, um, you know, to use natural gas. Like, let's say if you're cooking, or it, it's it's cheaper to, to use natural gas in your home instead of um, electricity. That you'll in the long run you'll save on your utility bill. But I'm wondering, a lot of people. Th- You know, I've heard them say that natural gas is like a clean gas or a clean source of energy. How would you explain that to someone if they ask you about that? Because I've never really had a good way to explain that when someone has approached me about it. I I know that it is, but I don't really know how to explain that to someone what the difference is.
3: Uh, So a good way to explain that is, so natural gas, whenever the end user uses it, you essentially end up burning all the carbon off. So you end up using all the natural gas. So the emissions are very small compared to, uh, let's say, the exhaust coming out of your uh, vehicle. So compared to that, it's very small, and it ends up getting burned out as you use it. Okay, that makes sense.
1: And anybody interested, I guess, in switching or converting, adding natural gas service, um, maybe to their home, and they live in the city of Thomasville, What are your suggestions that they do next steps in the case they're interested?
3: I would say get an idea of what you want in your house. Then your next step is contact our natural gas department or our engineering department, and they'll be more than happy happy to help you through the application process and even offer some ideas on how to make your home better with natural gas.
0: So I guess the best number for them to call would be the main city of Thomasville number, 227-7001. And they could get connected with, um, like you said, engineering or one of our other departments that could kind of walk them through that
3: process or talk to someone in our natural gas department. Absolutely. And then they'll be more than happy to talk to anyone about natural gas as well.
1: Well, thank you, Eric, so much. We appreciate you being on the show. And that was a wealth of information that I know our listeners um, will enjoy and benefit from.
0: Yeah that was that was great information. I hope we we did want to get the word out about our natural gas services so you did a great job Good. helping with that um with us today and before we close things out I did want to mention a couple of announcements for some upcoming um, activities going on throughout the city of thomasville one is that we're going to be celebrating customer service week during the week of october the third and we're going to have some great activities going on at our building at 111 victoria place so some different meet and greet our staff and some other giveaway opportunities throughout that week so stay tuned and check out our um, city of thomasville facebook page for updates about that And also just to let you know that our next First Friday Sip and Shop is in downtown Thomasville, and that's going to be October the 7th. Um, The Mainstream Band will be the entertainment that night. And as we mentioned earlier um, in the first part of our podcast, we do have a lot of activities coming up in October for Fire Prevention Week. One of them is our calendar artwork contest so if you have children that are interested in submitting artwork for that please visit thomasville.org for details we would appreciate everybody helping us out with that it's going to be a good fundraiser for thomasville fire rescue so we're hoping for great participation for that
1: thank you everyone for tuning in and just a reminder if you subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening app you can keep up with all the latest episodes and we want to thank everyone for joining us
0: You've been listening to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. The show is produced by Christy Owens. The editor and sound technician is Austin Reams. The show's music is by Pond5.com and Envato Elements. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening app so you won't miss an episode. Thank you for listening.